Um, hello, guys. Welcome to another episode of the Non-Tatis Podcast. Uh, today, we, as usual, are going to be discussing Manchester United, and I have two two um, interesting guests: uh, one regular guy and you, a new um, guest on, on, on the podcast today. We're going to be discussing Manchester United. Premier League season started um, over the weekend and for Manchester United fans it was a brilliant opener. I, I don't know if we were all expecting that. So today we're going to be discussing that game and the Premier League. So with me today to, to, to look at this game um, Dozier, Dozier is a regular, we all know Dozier and, and then there is Lufi Sayo who is on the podcast for the first time. Guys, you're welcome to see Fisayo. Thanks, Dua. Thank you. Thanks for having Thank you. Yeah, thank you for okay. having us on uh, the non-tactics. Yeah, yeah. Tactics, uh, okay. You did not submit the name again. No Guys, you're welcome. So, let's, let's get into this. Manchester United, first and foremost, before I ask any big um, questions, I, I want to know your thoughts on the game against the Aids um, and probably the Premier League as a whole, the opener. Uh, let, let me start with Isaiah, who is a, who is a, who is a guest. So is regular. Okay, doing thanks. Um, first of all, glory, glory, my United. Um... My thoughts on the game against Leeds, trust me, it was absolutely smashing. Uh, did I see it coming? Not exactly. Um, uh, was I shocked? No, I wasn't. Now, the, the reason I wasn't shocked is because we all we all know uh, Bielsa's team will play exactly the way they will play, regardless of opposition. They don't they don't tweak tactics for anyone. Um, so pretty much. Um, Ole has a particular uh, penchant for, you know, setups, basically. And once he clicks, he clicks. He just, he goes into, usually goes into overdrive. He looks like, he looks like a machine going nonstop. Um, there was no, there was no tactical analysis to, to um, dissect as, as towards the game because pretty much the setup worked. There was not, um, there, there didn't need to be wholesale changes. There didn't need to be tweaks and twists and uh, and uh, uh, tactical reshaping. Uh, all of that didn't have to come into play. It just went in the way, you know. So, um, basically, the rest of the league, wow, I think we might be in for a very, very better year than last year. And I think um, fans coming back into the stadium has, has something to say about that because... Home games are looking like home games now. Um, if we remember the, the first few minutes of the United League game, the league players were they were visibly shaken. They haven't they haven't been that um, hounded in about eighteen months. So um, so yeah, I mean I think I think we're in for a ride of a season. Um, so pretty much I think that 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 I hope that answers the questions first of all before we go into the tournament. Yeah yeah, uh, just you, you, you're a known um, only fan, a pro only guy. Uh, did you see the performance coming? Five one. No. No. I, I, before the game, I was uh, a little bit worried about our um, 
the fitness of our players because I mean most of them had barely had um, enough you know time to recover um, to players like um, Pogba, Fred that only had one week of training um, and a few minutes of um, pre-season so I was I was, um, I was just I was a little bit worried about you know um, their fitness levels because um, Leeds they've had I think they played about five or six preseason games and I, I, I felt like their players would be would be up for it. I mean if you watch the game against um, the Brentford Arsenal game you could you could you could see the the gap in um, fitness levels because those Brentford players were running from the first minute till the end of the game like high they were playing high intensity intensity football like I was a bit worried about you know what I mean the level of fitness our players were at. So yeah. that was the only worry before the game. I knew I knew we we're going to op- I knew we we're going to cut them open. I knew we we're going to have good chances. I just I just was I was just worried about you know our fitness levels. That was that was just the only problem. Okay. So staying with you now, since I have mentioned how everyone knew exactly how uh how leads were going to set up and, and play. If if that is the case how come Leeds as well did not expect uh, United to play a certain way? Uh, um, to an extent, right? Um, in the first half, before we got, before we got, okay, um, the power chance, right? Then yeah. um, before we got that goal, we were, we were, not like we were all over them, right? The how would I how would I explain this? They, there's always space behind leads, right? There's always space in behind, and um, before that, the goal came from I think is it was it a kick or a, a throw? Um, in, in, then we, we put pressure and then received the ball, and then that space in the middle we were able to exploit it with um, Greenwood and um, Bruno's movement, and then we got the goal, right? Um, there will always be space whenever you play Leeds because they are always running, they are always trying to keep possession, trying to attack, trying to, you know, play the Bielsa way. There are always be space to exploit. Regardless of the opponent they play, even if it's... And the worst thing you can do to an only side is give you space. Regardless of the um, quality of opposition, be it Man City, Liverpool, Barcelona, whoever, if he finds, if his team is able to create space for his um, attackers to explore, um, to use, he will, he will hurt you. So, um, knowing how stubborn Bielsa is and how he sets up his team, it was just, it was just a matter of time before, you know, we got our, our goals. So, Ayo? Yeah, I'm here. Where, where did, where did United win that game from? Like, where would you pinpoint as the, the, the main difference? Um, Difference maker for for United. Okay, um, I would I would pick two points. The first one mm-hmm. is just like um, just like Dozier rightly rightly you know alluded the fact that Bielsa is not going to he's not going to switch anything regardless of how the game is going. That's who he is. He has always been a dogged guy. All his clubs, all his teams. That's how he wants to play, and he's going to stick to it regardless of what you do. His game, his game plan is not up to you. It's basically up to him. And um, at some point, that 
um, wanting to close off space, wanting to run so much, at some point in the beginning of the second half, it began to become too much work for them to do. I I, I, I understand when, when Dozier was talking about fitness, but I mean, it's still the first game of the season, regardless of preseason. Preseason, the intensity of preseason is way different from, um, you know, the intensity the intensity of the main you know the main gig going on so uh, the point at some point they couldn't close up those spaces as quickly as they were at some point in the first half and then uh there were a couple of sloppy passes if you remember there was there was a point where greenwood stole he stole he stole a ball and um you know he he he, he was a chance but we didn't we didn't convert but it was a template of what was to come you know it was a template of what was to basically. So, um, I think one of the things that, um, like do, like, like, um, Dozier also rightly said, um, the worst thing you can do ever, regardless of the team you are, if, even if you are a team of Galacticos or even in the Roberto Carlos era, is to leave team for only team to run. You, you are going to get punished. There is, there is no, you can't run away from it. There is no excusing it. If you leave room for them to, you know, for um, Fernandez, uh, Greenwood, if Martial had, had played on his top form, these are the kind of games he also thrives in. You know, come to receive ball to feet, draw in defenders, and then open, you know, open space for runners from midfield. So regardless of the personnel that was on the pitch at that point, that space was something United was going to always punish. It is, you know, there's nothing he would have done about it. And then the second thing, like I said earlier in the podcast, is... um. Uh, the home feeling the home feeling is back there is one thing that um, regardless of my my belief in Ole's shortcomings there is one thing I would I would always give him props for he has brought a feeling back to back to United not even just the dressing room it trickles down from the from the top all the way to the bottom you know of the club you know even the stewards ball boys whatever there is a feeling that trickles from the top. There is a united feeling. There is a there is a home feeling, you know. So, he, he, uh, he, again, if if anybody can can go back and replay that clip of Greenwood's goal, look at the the roar of you know uh-huh. once the ball hit that net, the roar yeah. was deafening. It was. I don't care which team you were. Even Barcelona in their prime. Even if it was for five minutes, you were going to be shaking. There is no, I don't know how how you want to you know overcome that. Even if it was for five minutes, you were going to be shaken. It, it was it was pretty much impossible. So, I think for me, you know, those were the two points where, you know, the game was won and lost. You know, on um on both sides. Okay. So 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 the, the, in terms of performances from from the game, uh, you, after at full time, a lot of people were who is the man of the match or who was the man of the match brother from Pogba to Pogba with a four assists Fernandez with a hat-trick and Greenwood was brilliant all game so who was who was the standout guy for you? Okay um, you, you probably maybe I tweeted this or so but um, I'll probably I'll just say it again uh, my standout player was I mean I, I know Bruno and um, Pogba were exceptional, right? They were on their A game. They were um I mean they got all the plaudits and praise and everyone was talking about them. 
But for me, um, my standout performer yesterday was um, Mason Greenwood. He was all over the place. He was his, his movement was excellent. Um, his hold up play, his um, um, the passes between him and his teammates, his dribbling, his pressing. I mean, there was a time I think in the second half on the right hand side where he was trying to. I mean, he was basically bullying the person on the ball till the referee um, called big. Call, um, call the foul against Greenwood and that was something that I don't think I've ever seen before um, he was he, I think he had a hand in about three three or four goals I can't exactly remember but he was all over the place making life um, making um, the defenders um, work for their for their um, their money right um, for me he was just and then, and then he got a goal he, he had a hand in almost I think yeah four goals and for me, he was another player. Um, the first goal, he dragged, I think he pulled somebody to the side to create space for Bruno to run in. The second goal, he scored. The third goal, he, was it? no, 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 he didn't have a hand in the third goal. I think it was the fourth. And then the one for Fred, that the, 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 the fourth or fifth that he started, um, he gave, he pulled um, one defender, then gave um, the pass to Boba before Boba laid the ball for Fred to score. So, um, Mason Greenwood, my standout player. Do you agree with that? Well, I mean, the truth is, you can't, you know, this is the kind of question of them that doesn't have the wrong answer. I mean, Dozier is, Dozier is spot on with the analysis of Greenwood. I, 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 would, I, I would definitely incline with him, but at the same time, um, Dozier, I'm not sure if you remember... Uh, Victor Lindelof's performance. I don't know if Varane being around was, was you know, was... Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. That's true. That's true. It must be said. That's true. I saw, that I saw in Benfica, the one that was um, awarded the young player of the tournament in, in Europe. So, yeah, I mean, he, he, he was he was super. His, his decision-making, when to release the ball, when to increase tempo, when to work with the midfielders, his, his everything was spot on. He... I could barely yeah. say that he made, yeah. made a mistake. Yeah, I could barely say that. So, you know, again, what we're doing right now is to, is to you know, um, point out the guys that would have been, you know, man of the match besides the both, you know, clear standouts, of course, um, Pogba, you know. Yeah, you know, so I would I would be inclined to go with, you know, with Dozier on Greenwood. Um Victor Lindelof, he also, you know, he deserves a shout. He, he was, he was superb. He held everything down. He was, he was classic. Um, I don't want to go overboard and say classic Maldini, but yo, he was, he was, he was, he was, he was shocked. I'm like, I mean, I know, I, I mean, I know he has the potential to do things like that, but I mean, the Lindelof we've watched over about two years now has been pretty much hit or miss. This, this is probably the second game I've watched him and I'm like, wow, this right. guy is, you know. And I was having a conversation with um, someone on the timeline today. Um, I think Duem also, you know, um, interjected at some point. I've been clamoring this, and Duem will remember, I've been clamoring this for well over a year now, probably a year and a half. I don't know why, for some reason, we can't, I'm not saying we should make it a permanent move, but I don't see why we can't try out Victor Lindelof at a DM. Not in the high intensity games, you know, not in the high intensity games like Burnley where definitely physicality will come into play. 
But, you know, a game where we need a DLP, where we need to break teams down, I don't see why we can't try him out as a DM. I, I don't, I, I mean, I might be, I might be going off the bat, I might be going crazy, but I don't see a reason why we shouldn't. I think I'll, I'll take up this. Um, this will probably be a very different topic on its own because it, it could take a bit of dissecting to to understand his game and what we might need from a DM. Because me, I don't think I'll play Lindelof as a DM myself, you know. But maybe it's something I'll pick up. So quickly, uh, if, if we have to, to move forward from from the game against the United, uh, I want to ask very quickly now. Does it set the tempo for the season? Do you think we can maintain what we've just started? Because last season, we started on a very wrong note. Um, we, we looked terrible in the first five games. Only mentioned that it was fitness. But right now, he believes his team looks fit. And, you know, so from what you, from, from the Leeds United game, to is this very quickly, is this set the tempo for the season? Of course, um, I mean, um, there was no way, there was no better way. Um, to, maybe a better way would, would have been to keep a clean sheet. But aside from that, um, there's no better way to start off the season in front of the home fans. Um, um, massive win against one of our rivals. There's yeah. no better way to set tone for the season, right? Um, the only the only issue I have was our shape yesterday. I'm, 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 I understand um, the need to play Popa on the left or to have Popa on the on the pitch. I mean, in whatever position. But I would rather have, and I understand the fact that um, we have some players um, with fitness issues. Uh, some of our wingers are injured and all the rest. But I'll, I'll rather us, uh, rather we had like a proper, you know. Our our proper setup, maybe what we had post lockdown or what we saw what we saw in the press that um, the the new four one two four one two three that um, the press um, said only wants to play. You know, I'd rather we have like a proper shape in time. You know, um, going forward into the season. Yes, that's the only issue I have with our setup yesterday. But as with results and performances. This is the best way to start. I'm hope I'm uh, I hope they are able to you know do the same thing against Southampton during the weekend. Hey, oh, can like we? I said. Hello. Okay. Yeah, I'm hearing you. Yeah, I'm right here with you. Oh, okay. So, have we set the tempo? Jose believes we have. Uh, uh, do you agree? And. Um, if you don't, why don't you agree? Uh, honestly, I, I agree with Rosier to a very large extent as to, you know, because he was able to dissect it as, as best as possible. Um, uh, I mean, if you look at results and performance, obviously, I mean, I, I mean, I, I, you would be a pessimist to say that was not a good result or that was not a good performance or the game wasn't good enough to have set, laid down a marker you know, to everybody else in the league. So, but like he also rightly said, and like I said prior to the game, which was when when I also admitted at the beginning of, you know, of the show, that um, I didn't see the result, you know, I didn't see the result coming. 
I knew we were going to win because obviously the else I was going to, you know, leave room for Ole team to pronounce that every every regular football, you know, football follower knows that. So he was I knew the game was there to be won, but was it going to be that empathic? I didn't I didn't even I didn't see that coming. So the reason Amen. why I didn't see it coming was just the setup, just like Dozier said. I don't see a reason why with the plethora of wingers that we had. And like he also rightly had, you know, like he also rightly said, um, fitness, all of that, you know, injuries and what was coming into play. I don't still see a reason why we have to, um, you know, shunt Pogba to the left or to the right. Or for a team who is not going to leave spaces, we need to then pluck them, pluck them out at different, you know, sectors of the field. Um, wingers are to drag out players. Wingers are to keep, you know, opposing fullbacks busy. Things like that, you know, we, all those things need to happen. So this is not exactly um, a setup that I would say inspires confidence against a team like Burnley. You know, I, I don't, I, 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 or, or even against a Southampton side. A Southampton side is also going to cause you problems. They are, they are physical and they mix it up with a bit of um, movement up and about the pitch. You know, that's why it looks like we've struggled against them in recent times. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, the truth remains, I, 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 I don't know why. Again, as I told Duem uh, at some point about a month ago, um, I don't see a reason why Ole would not try out. Oh, admittedly, we didn't get a DM. Um, I don't see a reason why he couldn't try out uh, uh, um, what's that, that Duem's favorite young boy's name now. Um he wouldn't have tried out Ghana you know for instance look I'm not saying it's going to work I'm not saying that's a solution but it, it, there, there was no harm to have tried it out in preseason giving game times to Pereira all of those boys I, there was no need for it because these guys are not in your plans for the season so I'm confused as to what what was the end game you know to all of that the people that should be in your plans for the season, try out a few tweaks, see how they work, you know, because you are going to need them in the season. That's why I'm not so, you know, too confident of, I, of we are going to win games. I promise you, we are going to have seven, seven, two wins at some point. We are going to have four, zero wins. We are going to win games, same way we've been doing for the past, you know, um, you know, about two years, you know, so going to happen, you know, those, and that is one thing I've, I, I rightly, you know, um, signified about Ole earlier, is once the game starts off the way he thinks it should have started off or the way he planned it to start off, it's very hard to shut his team down. That's the truth. But yeah. the only problem I have is when he needs to make tweaks and turns, when he needs to make adjustments and plan against what is going on on the pitch, that is where we get stuck. And are we still going to get stuck this season? I hope he has learned on the job. It's, it's a hope thing. It's not like I can see anything glaring because that move with Ghana would have told me, oh, he identifies there's a problem here. There's a problem to be, you know, there's a problem to be dealt with. You understand what I'm saying? So, and then yeah. with the setup, just like Dozi also said, if he had set it up in a way where Pogba is somewhere in the middle, regardless of how advanced it is, but just somewhere in the middle, and we have a traditional guy who can run, on the wings, who can keep those, you know, those fullbacks, who can keep them. Because if you look at Ailing's goal, a proper mop up DM would attract that run. Yeah. There was no reason for that goal. It was a fantastic goal. There was there was nothing anybody could do about it. 
for him getting to that point, advancing to that point in the first place, you know, the space was there. Thank you. The space was there for him to drive into. He, he was encouraged. There was, there is, there is, there was. So that's what I'm saying. That's my, that's my little ounce of pessimism. Just that little ounce. I, I just hope maybe that game would have, you know, also still jolted him to, um, you know, to memory. Like, oh, I think I, I think I'm missing this spot. I hope so. I hope so. But pretty much as a marker on its own, definitely by results, by standards, by performance, it was it was a fantastic one. It was something that any United fan should be, you know, should be over the moon about. It was great. It was a great one. So yeah, it was a marker. It was. It was a marker. But is it gonna be the template for the season? I don't want to you know, I don't want to um I don't want to put it that way. But you're going to see more like this during the season, most definitely. I can guarantee you 200%, you are going to see more of these kind of games during the season. But how many of them, that's, that's, where, the, that's where the headache is going to be. <laughs> okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. I think I, think I agree with you. Uh, very good way to start. Uh, are we maintaining it? Is it going to be the template for every game? Are we going to um, see it from game to game? Uh, dominating teams and scoring goals like that, playing beautifully, no TM leaves a very uh, big question mark. Uh, uh, and I've also I've also said that in the past that I'm praying that only um, sees that there is a need for a TM. That that is a bigger problem than finding somebody because once only sees that okay there is a problem here that needs to be fixed then the next step will be to look for somebody and if he notices his signing I, 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 I think he knows I think he knows we need a DM okay Perhaps. I think he knows because because I mean what's the what um, if you look at his setup post lockdown where yeah. he had um, Matic um, where he had the Matic and Pogba um, double pivot and then um, Bruno in front of them I think that was um, what we use. That was set up for like 10, 10, 10 11 games, right? Yeah. I think he changed when we played Chelsea. I can't remember. When we played Chelsea in the FA Cup. I can't remember exactly. But I, I think that would have been his ideal setup. Then again, we started um, last season and I think we started the same thing, but. We started Pogba's, with Pogba um, Matt Tomine injury. Oh. Okay, Pogba who? We started with Pogba Matt Tomine before Pogba got injured, which allowed Fred to come back into the team. And then Fred's contribution defensively um, just made it, uh, made him um, select you know, Fred and be coming in the middle. And then you shifted Pogba to the side because of his offensive contributions. But um, I think he also knows that um, those guys are not the right fit for that position. But there's nothing he can do at the moment. He can't play. He can't play Pogba and McTominay in a double pivot. It will not work. He can't play Fred and Pogba in a double pivot. He can't. He can't rely on Matic long term. So right now, he literally has no option than to play Fred and McTominay. Or go look for another player. Now there, there are no, there are no. Um, if, if it's from the, if, if it's from the Premier League, there's no affordable, you know, um, DM in the league that 
take I you know regards to I'm listening. No, I, I was I was I was just buttressing your point. I said I even think a lot of them in England are overrated by the way. Thank you. <laughs> okay. So we 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 do hope that somehow somehow we manage to use what we have and, and I think that's why uh, Sayo said that why not take a chance? Well, because okay. um, can, I, can, I, of, can I ask a question? I want to ask a question. Okay. Yeah. Who was who was more advanced um, between Fred and McTominay yesterday? Mm, I, I think it was McTominay. No, it was Fred. When he came on, was it? it was Fred. Mm. I mean, from what I saw, was, you know, not at, at some point. Good. I'm with you. I'm with you. At some point in the first half, right? I think I think um, they both played on the same line. Then McTominay would try to make a few runs, you know, ahead of Fred. Then in the second half, McTominay was just was very deep, you know, yeah. okay. very yeah. deep towards the right hand side. Yeah. All right. So um, also in the first half, he was all over the place, you know, winning balls, but he wasn't, you know, involved in our build up as usual. So I don't know. I feel maybe they are trying to maybe the, the staff are trying to um see if they can fully convert that becoming into a DM or something. I, I don't know. I don't know if I'm just, you know, making oh, a, a mountain out of you. That's the only fear I have with him. His heart, his heart is in the right place. He knows how to you know, he's a proper United player, true and true. His heart is yeah. in the right place. Going, he's going to work his socks off for one twenty minutes if he has to. My only clause, exactly. I only have clause with McTominay, and that is his positional sense. Because whoever is going to be behind that Bruno uh, Pogba uh, uh, midfield will be someone with a keen ball sense. You are not. You are not necessarily, and that's why if you notice the kind of DMs I've been clamoring for, I've not been clamoring for the Kante's kind of DM. I'm not looking for that hungry ball winner. I need somebody in the mode of a Carrick, somebody in the mode of a Jabi Alonso, somebody in the mode, somebody who is calmer, is only reading when they lose balls. That's that's when your job starts. When you notice Pogba tries to make a dribble, he lost the ball. Or Bruno tried to make those his flick passes and then he hits an opponent and then you know they are coming back. Yes, that's when you kick into gear. Don't don't overdo it. Don't try to go and join them up there. No, just mop up, release the ball, mop up, long balls. That's all. That's 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 what I think we need. I mean, this is a personal opinion, not a professional one, but that's what I think we need. You know, just you know, somebody in that mode. Okay, I, I do hope we we, we sort it out, uh, you know. But for now, we have to make do. We we, we want we want um, we have we have no other choice. We, there's this, there's still a few days to the end of the transfer window. Maybe maybe we'll have. <laughs> <laughs> we are definitely my money is on that. We are not signing. I, I want to. I want to. I want to. I want to believe in miracles, you know. But now let's let's round this up. To round this up, Rafael Varane. He was unveiled uh, after so much delay, you know. After okay. so much delay, yes, we ended up having a very wonderful, wonderful uh, uh, 
unveiling ceremony for the, the, the multiple um, champion Livaran winner. You know, so what can you guys champion? <laughs> so what you guys the final words on, on Varan I am unveiling and all. Uh, maybe I start with dossier. Um, it was it was for me it was a pretty special um, unveiling um, ceremony. I no, I, I don't think anyone saw it coming. You know, um, unveiling Varan in front of the fans, first game of the season. Yeah, it was a pretty um, it was it was a good moment, right? Um, Varan is coming to it. What? I could, hello. It was a sweet touch. Yeah, it was. It was. Um and it was it was it was um also good that we won in front of him because I mean it would have been something else if we had thrown away that game. Anyways. Uh, um he's he's coming to a team with um his bags of experience, you know, he's a he's a proven winner on virtually every stage. And um he's coming to England. Um New challenge, newly different, um, different um, intensity and all. But um, yeah. he 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 looks is of the right age for me. Um, yeah. Has loads of experience and would definitely be excited to you know join a team that is on the rise. You know, it, it looks like we are on the verge of, you know, something. We are trying to do, we are trying to build, we are try, or we are at the verge of, you know, completing what we've been trying to build for the past two, three years. So, um, yeah. it feels like, it feels like a, uh, what's his name again? Virgil, um, Van Dyke type of signing. I you know, know. That, mm-hmm. yeah, exactly. That, that piece that, you know, ties together everything at the back so um i'm hoping he does well um he forms um a partnership with maybe maguire or whoever he's paired with you know um and hopefully they're able to to shield your man what's his name biggie at the back Your thoughts on the unveiling, Jerry? Don't mind this guy. <laughs> <laughs> the unveiling was uh, like everybody has agreed. I mean, nobody saw it coming. It was a beautiful one. It was, you know, a beautiful touch. Um, it was, it was more like um, I don't know whoever was into. I mean, like we all, like we all have, have, have agreed over the years. I don't think anybody does PR better than Manchester United because um, I don't know who must have thought of that. But you see, the connection between that unveiling. And the fans, because that was their first, you know, who who came back. So, you know, there was there was a connection created there. It was more like, okay, we are we are uh, we're giving you this gift, you know, of uh, you know something you've wanted for a while. So here it is, you know. So it wasn't it wasn't something they were watching on TV or whatever. No, it was like the player walked up to them, hey guys, I'm here, you know. So it was it was really cool, really really cool. Um, on impact. Only Rafael Varane would tell us the Rafael Varane we would get. Like Dozi rightly said, Dozi was spot on on everything. Um, he could kick off like a like a uh, Virgil van Dijk kind of signing. You know, that cog we need at the back, that leader at the back. Because trust me, 
um I saw a bit of improvement in Maguire in the in the Euros. Um uh, but it, because he hasn't for me prior to now he hasn't been that um, that leader we needed at the back, you know. Um so Varane coming in so much experience all of that. Um I want to hope you know it's coming with that leadership because it's something we need at the back somebody who somebody who is vocal somebody who is organizing that last line of defense somebody who is um getting people to stay in check i remember um Vidic used to do it perfectly um uh, i mean even though it looks like ferdinand was the more vocal one but I, I, at some point i i figured out Vidic was the John Terry of that backline, you know, that vocal presence, that person that um so we we need that. And based on who is going to partner, I mean definitely it's going to be Maguire. Nobody is going to sit 80 million pounds on the bench. Um <laughs> England um England's golden boy at the back. Um uh, but basically uh basically uh, you know, again like I said, Rafael Varane will tell us Rafael Varane will get because I hope he's motivated. That's what would determine. His quality is not in question. Has never been in question. I mean, um, United have wanted him for a bit. Mario wanted him at some point when he was here. Uh, so it's not that that romance has not is not a new one. That was why his decision was even so easy to make. So um, I, I think, hope. I think Fergie also wanted him. Fergie wanted him before he joined Madrid. Yes, yes, yeah. I think I remember that part. Yeah. Yes, he wanted him when he signed when he signed Phil Jones. I remember that clearly. I remember that yeah. clearly. Um so yeah, basically like 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 we said, um I hope he's motivated because in Madrid he's seen it all. Um I think the slight decline we noticed in his game last year was as um, as a result of, you know, what else? That's the truth. In Madrid, what else? What else could he have done? He's seen it all. He's, I, I mean, I, I, I think he had COVID. He had COVID at the start of the season, so yes, last year. I heard, I heard about that too. Yes. So yeah, that might, that might have, that might have, you know, played, played into it as well. So because there was, honestly, there was a little bit of a slight decline in his, um, in his, in his game. Oh yeah. So I'm saying, I hope, you know, like Doze rightly said, Doze was spot on. United is a team on the rise. Everybody would, I think, that was one of the things that also spurred. Um, Sancho's um, signing and that we got him on a cheap because it was obvious he wanted to he wanted to join he wanted to leave um, Dortmund knew they played that game for one more year they probably would lose him for, for you know for 30 mil or 50 mil so yeah I mean everybody wants to join that that juggernaut he looks he looks good you know he looks good so I'm hoping that motivates him enough to give us you know 120% if he does then trust me, we are in for a very, very good ride. You know, so it's a very good signing, shrewd signing. You know, not crazy money. Um, so yeah, I mean, like I said, like and like you know, Jose rightly analyzed. Is like I said, his analysis was spot on. Um, only Ravel Varane can tell us which Ravel Varane is coming. If he's motivated enough, then trust me, we have a gem on our hands. He's going to give us about four, five years of his life. He's 28. I mean, he should be able to kick on to like 32. Um, he's a player that I've always known as to be physically fit. He's um, very quick. Um, he doesn't shy away from body yeah. challenges. So I mean, that's the only upgrade I see on Lindelof. They play. They pretty much play the same way. Look for the you know. Look for the quick passes. Try to break play quickly. He's just more physical. He's quicker, and he reads. I think he. I think he reads the game better. I might be wrong on that. I, so let me you know. Let me put that in in a in a in, in inverted commas. 
So um, I think he reads the game better. So um, like I said, well, if he's motivated enough, then trust me, we have we have a game on our hands. We have a game on our hands, really. Wow, what a session this has been. Dozier and Lufisayo have been talking to the Don Tatis podcast, dissecting Manchester United's opener against Leeds. Beautiful game, so much. Uh, uh, memorable moments in that game, and of course, uh, Rafael Varane, our newest uh, centre back from Real Madrid. Guys, I-, I want to thank you so much for hanging out with the Nantes podcast. Thank you so much, Tosier, as thank usual. You. Thank, thank you. Thank you, thank you, you for having us. Thank yeah, you, guys. So, before, before we round this up, uh, there was someone else who was supposed to join us. Um, but was unavoidably absent, you know. So he he's going to close this episode of the Fantastic Podcast. So um, after this, the next voice you listen to is going to be that of veteran Manchester United fan, Mr. Olu. He's, he's a wise guy, very good with proverbs. So Mr. Olu, take it away. Thank you guys once again for for hanging out with us. Alright, thank you. Um, heard everything Fisayo said, and I quite agree with Peter part of it. I just want to add here that the game last Saturday was an interesting one, and it's very important for a number of factors. Like the manager just said in his post game interview, this is the real Manchester United. Where the fans and the players come together in a match situation and setting. It's been long we experienced something like this. But the atmosphere was real. It was, it was energetic. It really affected the boys positively. I believe that going forward, the way this, this season is going, there are no disruptions from COVID or whatsoever, and fans are able to be present, especially in Old Trafford, teams stand a very good chance of doing very well. One other thing I did notice was immediate response to the equalizer updates. Finally, the team would have dropped its head, but did not. He responded immediately. And within four minutes or thereabouts, we were in front again. I think this goes well for the team going forward, as well as this season. Um, like I said, Manchester United this season expects a very, very much improved performance. There's something about this, this team. Looking at them play on Sunday, see the ooze kind of confidence that man, this is our year. I want to believe those guys are up to something this season. With the additions we have, we actually address problem areas. Two out of probably three or four that we have. Well, 
three with four problems, we could finish second last season. And two of them have taken out. I expect us to be stronger this season. And with the usual defend champions course already on Man City. Can take care of Chelsea and Liverpool and Leicester City because that side expect them to do wonders. It's not beyond us this season, anyway. Hopefully, we will to do something much, much better. The fans in the stadium, perhaps, they are going to be one of the biggest beneficiaries of that. Old Trafford and Manchester United team, Manchester United team is very, very strong. I expect us to do much, much better. Thank you very much. Yeah. Yeah.